0: Put that long day behind you, good times lie ahead, with company. Put that long day behind you, good times lie ahead, with company with keeping, that I'll bash a smile in your head. Come on in, the doors open, you'll
1: find just the finest folks here. Pull up a chair, grab a drink, and let our stories your ear. Cause we're the top. Welcome to the tavern. Promising beer and bedlam. To talk, talk, talk the tavern. Music, medicine, then some. To the talk, talk, talk the tavern. The song's over. Here we come. Welcome to the tavern. We'll get to the topic in discussion in just a moment. Just want to let everybody know this is an adult show with adult topics, adult humor, and in other words, we drink, we smoke, we swear, and we laugh at things we probably shouldn't. But we do it together. For those listening to the podcast, we record the podcast on our live stream at twitch.tv slash Travis Tavern Talk and have a live interactive chat audience. You might hear the sound of the bell, and that means I want to interrupt somebody to read a question or comment. For those on the live stream, we won't read off everything you put in chat, but we'll try to get to the most relevant or the most amusing, but hopefully some combination of the both. Now, while we introduce ourselves, go ahead and let us know what your vices are tonight. <clears throat> and welcome to everybody to The Tavern. I am Travis Sivart, author of books such as Portals, which I'm very excited to say I am sending... Well, hello, Cass. Welcome to The Tavern. I am sending books four to the editor, have completed book five, sending it to beta readers, and started writing book six. And book two, I'm just about to start recording the audiobook. So they'll all be out on audiobook soon, too. But anyhow, tonight my vices are I have a nice olive wood from South Africa full of dark cherry cavendish tobacco and a uh, Paul Maison brandy.
2: So what about you, Ed? Um, Let's see. I'm drinking a... Beringer Canaris, you know, noir, of course. And I got cheese. What kind of cheese? It's just cracked real sharp. Oh, that's still good. Would you like butter or not, sir?
0: What about you, Andrea? Oh, Andrea Le Chat here, and I have a cat. This is Harry Housing Cat. <laughs> um, so that's my vice tonight, and I'm drinking tea. That's
1: very, it. Very good. Mm. And Maria in chat is having a mudslide and thinking about getting a snack. And wants to know if you're eating the cat. Yeah. And Cass says, I'm drinking water. And uh, Maria says, don't put that in your mouth. <laughs> so let's do an opening toast. <clears throat> okay, so Cogsley's opening toast is one of our quotes. I don't think even a doctor should see that far in. From, by me. So, here's to that. Now for ours, because our topic tonight is going to be Star Trek across the years. Um, You okay there, Ed?
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So, with with Star Trek, let's see, how about... uh... (laughs) No, probably not that one. I just here's the up, oh, and Joe is in.
2: <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> so
1: So, um, how about this? Uh, just uh, here's the boldly going to boldly go into strange new worlds.
2: Hmm. Because I've already gone where no man has gone before. So.
1: There we go. So Joe, welcome to the Tavern for uh, the recording of the podcast here. What is it you're drinking tonight? What are your vices tonight, sir? Tess uh, has added, besides water, that she could think of something she'd like to put in her mouth. Hmm. Detail. And Maria has asked, who's everybody's favorite captain? Now, do we want to start there, or do we want to start with the latest series? and then get to the favorite captain out later, because we know we'll get there. Sure.
2: where be... Star Trek, man. Wherever.
1: <clears throat> well, I want to talk about Strange New Worlds, and I want okay. to avoid spoilers mostly. So maybe no details, but general information or plot lines without, you know, giving it all away. <clears throat> Here's what I'll say about this series. They've gone episodic again, just like they did yes. until recently. But I think they're going to sneak an overall arc into the full season. Yeah. And that's, yes. that's, that's how I like it. That works for me. I love that. Yeah. Individual episodes, but you get this kind of after the whole season. Ah. So I like that. It's... So we've all three seen at least 3 episodes of strange new worlds, yeah? Yeah, I I think I'm caught up. It's we are not, we're one behind or something like that, but we've seen the first 3, so we have that basis to talk about. No, Ed. Just for a basis of comparison what's out there right now. Uh The Orville. Have you seen the new season of Orville?
2: I haven't seen a single episode of the new season.
1: Okay, but you've seen the old Orville. Nope. Oh, really? Orville did what Strange New Worlds is doing. They came out episodic with an overall season-long arc. Um, so, it's, it's really good. Now, Andrea, do you want to talk a little bit about Strange New Worlds maybe? Maybe give a premise to it?
0: I know there's... I know it's Captain Pike and... There's Captain Pike. That's that's
2: all. And number one.
0: Yeah. Pike number one, Um, Ahora when she first started out, which I really like that. But Mm -hmm. I don't. don't.
1: Do we mention Spock?
0: Spocks and their Spock.
1: Well, if anybody is a Star Trek fan, has seen the original pilot of star trek which if i'm not mistaken was in black and white but it starred captain pike different actor of course spock before he had pointy ears and weird eyebrows number one was on there quite the buxom lass from the early 60s there and and a few others but we weren't even looking at like scotty and the doctor was like an old crotchety guy who Bones later stepped in for similar concept. Not the same character, though. And, yeah, they've brought that back, and it's kind of kind of nice. Thank you, Lucille Ball. That's true. Do you want to tell the background of that?
2: Uh, sh- uh, nobody would touch it. When uh, the creators brought it to CBS, nobody would touch it. Lucille Ball already had like three shows or something like that, and it was unknown to have four shows. And she decided to go ahead and pick it up, and here we are today. So thank you, Lucille Ball. There we go.
1: And if everybody wins, I think it's in Chautauqua, New York, up by the Great Lakes. There is a museum to Lucille Ball. Mm-hmm. Yes. More and more fun trivia. Okay, so we've had The original series with the pilot that Strange New Worlds took characters from. We've had movies then in the 80s going into Mm the 90s where we got The Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, Enterprise, which is one where they go back to the beginning of space exploration. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing one from back then. Am I missing one from back then? Uh Nope. Okay. You hit them all. And then in the past three years, we've had Discovery come out, mm-hmm. Picard, Strange New Worlds, but also two different animated series, Lower Decks
2: and Prodigy. Yeah. And there was an animated way back in the day. There was. Of or the original series, but yeah
1: there was it's uh it wasn't very good yeah it's it's, yeah it's so bad that i didn't even bother to watch it when i was young where we only had three channels (laughs) (laughs) it's uh well hello sadaru welcome to the tavern good to see you it's uh thank you for that raid so in the original series, of course, Episodic, um, Star Trek The Next Generation, gave you a light thread through some of the seasons, like the later seasons, in that you'd have one or two episodes during the season, and then a big season cliffhanger. Right. And that was kind of the 90s and early 2000s. Mm-hmm. Discovery just brought in every season is one big, long story. Yeah. Picard did that too, so they like went from one extreme to the other.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, what do you like best out of those two? Um, one of of those two, what I like best? Well, I haven't seen season two of Picard because I just want to hold off until season three and binge. And I
1: would. I don't know if they're gonna (laughs) hit a season
2: three. Yes, they are. Okay. Yeah, they're bringing back most of the entire crew for season three.
1: Yeah. Okay, I hope I'm wrong when I say something like this, but I think yeah. they need to film quickly because Patrick Stewart yeah. is yeah. looking like yeah. he's retirement age. Let's go with that.
2: Yep. Yep. But, uh, yeah, uh, Maria's saying it now. I like the old formula where they broke it up from episode to episode, with the exception of the odd two-episode story. And I'm with her on that. I'm I'm glad Strange New Worlds is back to episodal. There's probably going to be an overall story arc, like Travis said, but I'm I'm glad they've broken it back up again, because, I don't know, I don't like soap
1: operas. I think with the season-long story, they've gone too far in one direction. I love a season-long story, but let's do this. Let's make it a 12-hour movie broken up into episodes. And then give it a two- or three-year break. Mm. You know, release it like movies every two to three years instead of cramming Mm. all that into one year. And instead, call it a limited series instead of a regular series. And this way, we get this huge, incredible, epic storyline with character exploration. But, eh um see and maria now says i like it when the season-long story is like background noise that's background what i yeah and that's what i'm yeah. talking about where you have this overall arc for the season but every episode feels
2: episodic so even yeah if because you, you're not a space for goodness sakes let's explore some shit let's show me some different shit right. every episode you know
1: <laughs> right I tell you what, now, for those of you that haven't seen Strange New Worlds, they carry over Pike's storyline, well, the whole storyline, from Discovery, and I actually kind of had to be, refresh myself on this. Pike foresaw his own death when he was on the Discovery series. Discovery, yeah. And this shit is haunting the fuck out of him. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> we got it. Calm down. Maybe he also thinks about having lunch or something once a day. Let's go with that for a minute. (laughs) Because every time they're there with Pike, he's just staring glassy-eyed at something and and having a flashback to the future.
2: Um, And Maria says in Voyager, the whole thing was wanting to get home, obviously, and random will get close, but the majority of the episodes have nothing to do with them getting home. She loved that. (laughs) See, this was the
1: problem with the older series, when they had a purpose. Um, And I'm looking at the Incredible Hulk series, or um, uh, the, the one that Harrison Ford played the movie, The Runaway, The Fugitive. Fugitive, yeah. When you have these movies, or TV series, I mean, and there's a goal for the character that you know they're never going to attain. I hate mm-hmm. that. Drives right. me nuts. So, for example, with Voyager, it would have been nice if they did get home by season three or four and they were sent back. And, sure, maybe they lost contact again after that and were like, oh, who didn't see that was coming? Right, we all would have seen that coming. But, I just felt like, I don't know, trailing me along with no light at the end of the tunnel is just mean. <laughs> There was lots of Borg. There were, and uh, <clears throat> that's something else. When they did the movies, I really felt like they should have taken. Well, that's good to hear, Maria. Thank you. Um, because I have yet to get through season one, and I own them all, and I just can't.
2: Oh, get I thought it you through. had finished it. Oops. No, no. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, they, they do get one. It's <laughs> and
1: like the other series in the nineties, from what I understand, when you get to a certain point in Voyager. And for Star Trek: Next Generation and uh, Deep Space Nine, it was season four. In both those series, when you hit season four, suddenly things gelled. They came together. Everything started flowing.
2: The I would say for Warge, it was probably about season six before it. That released. long? Just, it's like, yeah, in seasons. I just finished watching it again, and right. once it reaches season six, it's like bam, 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 bam. It, yeah, it's it's really good.
1: Well, Strange New Worlds, they did it in like two episodes.
2: Yeah, true.
1: Yeah, I feel like I know the characters and their goals and wants and hopes better in two episodes than like three years of Star Trek: The Next Generation. (laughs) Um, And not that I didn't love Star Trek: Next Generation, and I still I haven't even gotten through the first episode of Star Trek: Enterprise. So, it's okay. Uh, it's. I don't know if I own it. I don't think I do. I do. I do own Voyager though.
2: I'm watching that again now for the first time probably since it came out. Enterprise. And yeah. Okay. And I probably like it as much now as I did when it first came out.
1: Okay. See, I try to
2: put it on. It not saying much.
1: We're, we'll fall asleep to TV sometimes. I've tried like putting Enterprise on, and, and Andrea can't take it. She can't Mm -hmm. fall asleep to that one. And I don't know why. Just, she can't.
2: Well, whatever. It's probably the Quantum Leap guy, so.
1: No, she's not hooked on it.
2: Because she'll...
0: No, it's... It it just disturbs me. I can't sleep to it. I don't know why.
1: (laughs) I don't know. I don't know either. It's, uh... Okay, let's jump into it. Favorite Captain...
2: Anybody? Benjamin Sisko. Why? I want a voice like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, that's valid.
1: He does have a good voice, doesn't he? Yeah, he does have a good voice. I'm surprised he hasn't leaned on that more as
2: an actor. <laughs> um, he used to do uh he actually gotta start doing Shakespeare. Did he really? Yeah. Huh.
0: He does capitalize on it on his OnlyFans page.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he sits there reading books.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. It's what about you, Andrea? Who's your?
0: I don't know. I think it depends on the day and, and everything. They all have their place. I I don't I don't know if I have a favorite like that's yeah
1: <laughs> i do like picard a lot um mm-hmm. hold on maria made a noise i'm often torn between janeway and mm-hmm. kirk i feel like kirk gives me a sense of home from watching the original but Janeway was the first kick-ass woman in a position of power I remember looking up to. See, that's valid.
0: Yeah,
1: that's why each
0: has their place.
1: I think I like Pike best. Uh-huh. He's got okay. more layers than Picard. They, like, tried mm-hmm. to cram layers sideways into Picard after three or four seasons going away with have mm-hmm. in depth. And now that we've had the Picard series, you see a lot more of his background and history, and you're like, oh, he had a childhood. Oh,
2: who knew? Yeah. Yeah. Um, because... Before, I, it was hard to imagine Picard having a childhood. Right.
0: Yeah. Right.
2: <clears throat> and... So, go ahead, Andrew.
0: I I agree with that. Since the Picard series, I do like them more than I did before.
1: You like Picard more?
0: More now than I did before mm-hmm. because it it gives you more range and you, you know more about him. I right. did like it before, but it's just more. So,
1: right. It's uh. But yeah, I, I think I. Now, if they don't stop having him stare glassy eyed at the wall and having flashbacks, he's gonna fall down a couple notches. <laughs> <clears throat> but I like how he treats his crew. Um. I like how he handles things. And somebody recently was talking to Andre and I, and they were like, oh, he's just a rehash of Kirk. Pike is just like yeah. Kirk. And I'm like, mm, is he, though? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't think no. he is. It's. I could definitely see similarities in, yeah. you know, style, well, but not personality. Right.
2: Yeah not personality no
1: yeah yeah it's uh you know i can see similarities in their command style in that they're both
2: a little loose with the rules and i think that's why i'm liking strange new worlds because it seems to be holding true to the original series and mm-hmm. that the same type here and so forth and so on yeah and wow they bought Ooh, this might be might go, be a spoiler. Go ahead. They brought in the Gorn, which was kind of cool. That's not a spoiler.
1: Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, that is cool. And by brought them in... It just means that... Because we haven't seen them yet, have we?
2: No, we did not see them. But we but saw their they,
1: ships, were, and they mentioned we them, saw their and ships. a character yeah. has a history with the Gorn, and see, and that's yeah. what I'm talking about. Where we can give like plot mentions without spoilers. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so apparently Cass's um, vices tonight are tea with honey, Benadryl, two teaspoons of cough syrup. There we
2: go. Get are some bourbon. Not? Get some bourbon.
1: <laughs> that's right. And put the honey and the cough syrup in the bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> What would you say, Andrea?
0: Sounds like a party.
2: <laughs> now, had they done the damn show, my favorite captain would be Worf, of course, but mm. they wouldn't do the show. So. Okay,
0: oh, so yeah.
1: maybe there's a chance they could do that now, because tell me we don't want to see Jordy with his own ship. Then again, Geordi was engineering. He should never be a captain.
2: <laughs> True. True.
1: I, I he wasn't
2: lo- in command.
1: Yeah, I love Jordy, and also with Worf, if they had to, they could even get a different actor. Mm-hmm. It's—I mean—I love Michael Dorn and all, but—and I'd like to see him He's have up there now. Mar- He's what? He's up there in years too now. He is. He is, and I don't want to see an old Worf. They did enough old Klingons in the episodes that I'm just like, eh. <clears throat> But yeah, I'd like to see him. Now, if we had a wharf show, Ed, would you want to see him on a Klingon ship or a Federation?
0: Hmm.
2: A Federation ship.
1: I agree. Andrea? Yeah, I have to agree. Just so he can, because they have him constantly bumping heads, and I wouldn't mind seeing him with another Klingon crew member on the Federation ship.
0: Yeah.
2: It it was the conflict of Klingon Federation within him that made the character. So yeah, Klingon Federation, keep it interesting.
1: And every time they put him on a Klingon ship, he's constantly fighting with every fucking crew member about every little thing, and... We get it. And that just gets tedious, because it's just too much. Um, So let's see here. What else can we discuss? Oh, here's what I was going to say. With Next Generation, when they did the movies for Next Generation, as well as the original series, I never understood why they wrote brand new plot lines. They had Mm. so many loose ends from the series... Mhm. You know, uh, for example, every season cliffhanger it was a movie-length double episode.
2: Right, right.
1: So why didn't they take something like that? Why why do we have them first contact and Data loses his memory?
0: <laughs>
1: this is a movie script. That's an episode that they stretched out to hour and a half, 2 hours. Mm. But Nemesis with the Borg Queen there we go. Let's do that. Um, The same thing with Star Trek I would have loved to see the Star Trek original series do a movie where they go back to that planet with the Roman gods. (laughs) You know that one always bothered me because it was still something going on there that they didn't fix. Or um, How about even the Menagerie? Do we all remember the Menagerie? Mm Mm-hmm. Andrea, it's the one with the big brain guys who imprisoned Kirk and was going to make him sex up that woman. And Kirk is like, no, I
0: mustn't. Oh, yeah, I remember that one. (laughs) That was torture, right?
2: Yeah. Kirk not wanting to sex up a woman. Wow. Hmm. Instead, let's wrestle Spock. <laughs>
1: I have heard in the episode We Have Not Seen Yet of Strange New Worlds, you hear a strain of that song in a fight scene. Hmm. I'll and I'm to like, yes. Well, I think it's episode four. <laughs> okay. So I, I don't know. Alright. If... Mm-hmm. What?
2: I may not have seen that yet.
1: We haven't. <sighs> So, if they go back to movies, what do you think they should do? Which, by the way, oh, that's something else we didn't mention. The latest trilogy, where they took the original series characters and recast them. By the way, I enjoyed those movies. It was They were fun. They were. They were. And I wasn't so... And if you... A lot of people got upset with... Benedict Cumberbatch being Khan. Mm. Okay. We all love the original Khan. Ricardo Montalban was awesome <whistles> and all that. But it's not that good of a movie, folks. And now I will be lynched in the outdoors. <laughs> <laughs> we're saying.
2: Yeah, I mean, they were fun. I remember watching the first one it came out and I was like, okay, so you're telling me the last 40 years didn't happen? What the fuck? You know? Mm -hmm. And then after I watched it again, I was like, this is really funny.
1: (laughs) Yeah, plus with the whole last 40 years not happening, they made it made sense. Right. And they didn't, that's one thing I loved about the first one in the new trilogy, they didn't fix the time fuck up. Right. Which every other time they did, it went right back to what it was. They did. Right. Um, so, and Maria says, "I think they did a good job paying tribute to the original." I agree. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I I thought it was fun and and definitely good popcorn movies, and each one was epic in its own way. By the way, you know why people loved Rathacon and think that's the best original series movie?
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. it took a loose thread from the series, and finished the story. Mm, true. Yep. And, you know, the writers and directors and movie studio couldn't get it through their head that this is what we want. You take right. enough of the original source material and work it in. Hey, Tal, how are you? Hey, everybody. Look, it's Tal, Daddy Travis's bad You're girl wrong. of editing. Mm. And Maria says, it kind of reminds me of when they redid the Power Rangers. It's bringing new light to the series for the next generation. <laughs> next generation. Yeah. While still giving <laughs> nods That's to possible. the original. Uh... <clears throat> so,
0: hold on a second. Let me uh, do this real quick.
1: So in the new movies, when they finally do come out with movies,
2: what are they going to do? What do you think they should do? I I don't know. Um, something I had always hoped for, but I think it's been just too long now. I'd always hoped for a follow-up to DS9, but I kind of feel like it's just been too long now. The characters have gotten too damn, or the actors have gotten too damn old.
0: Yeah. But, uh,
1: you know what, though? They could do it, but they've got to use the next generation. Yeah. They've got to use, because they had a few kids on there, and, um, yeah, you just jump it forward, literally 20 years, and they can make references to Picard, the series. Mm-hmm. Um, because as much as I enjoyed... Season one and two of Discovery, season three. Mm, well, um, and as much as I enjoyed Picard, please stop going backwards. <laughs> Let's move forward, folks. Give me the next thing, and the next thing. Yeah, you know what? Get Will Whedon back as Wesley. Because a uh, spoiler here.
2: Hmm. <laughs> I know.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to decide. Okay, he's he shows up in Picard in the same character he was previously. I'll just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, bring him. Grab Quark's kid. Grab Sisko's son. Uh, pull somebody out of Voyager. You know, we've got enough source material. We can pull somebody from each series or a mm-hmm. descendant from
2: each series or whatever yeah but I guess what I was hoping for was something and the reason why closer to the timeline that the series ended was because uh, Cisco basically said he would be back Mm -hmm. and he could come back at any time because he had gone to the Celestial Temple so it's like I just wondered did Cisco ever come back and what time did he decide to come back Mm -hmm. when his wife had her baby or some other time you know so, yeah. If
1: minds want to know. Or when maybe when that baby is 20 years old and an ensign on a starship. You know, why not? Why not? It's we could do mm-hmm. that. And this would be a great movie series. Because mm-hmm. it's not tied to any television series. So, hold on a second. A couple comments from Maria says okay it's not going over very well it's not going to go over very well but i really want to see spock's parents story i'd be happy with a book about their story but i want to know what happened from at least somewhat canon so i i don't know why that wouldn't go over well i think people might not think it could be interesting but i think it could be interesting i i think it could yeah. now are you just talking about how they met and hooked up and what it was like the first time they had sex what are you talking about Maria
2: well this man of logic wanting to marry a human
1: see I have it recently like- come to the conclusion now of course Ed you remember that Vulcans and Romulans were once the same species right? and they just basically went I hate you and the other one went that's not logical and they went fine And off they went. (laughs) I have a theory that Vulcans are autistic. And so are Romulans. They're just at opposite ends of the autistic spectrum.
2: (laughs) Whereas, uh... Chess said, mmm, sex. And then she says, stands under a cold shower. It's gotta be a good keyboard. Hmm.
1: Maria says, yeah, like, how did they meet? How did his parents take it? <laughs> she decided to leave Earth. What happened to make her decide he was worth it? That's a fair question yeah. from both sides. It's funny that Ed went from the Vulcan side and Maria went from the uh Cuban side. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's... It, and I think that'd be a great standalone movie. Or... You know, if they could come out with, like, Star Trek Chronicles, and every season... Would
2: you like butter on that, sir?
1: Give us a... Every season, give us a separate story. You know, here's Spock's parents' story in season one. In season two, we we pick it up with Cisco or whatever. We could do a 12-hour movie, essentially, with a full arc. Hey, John, how are you? And John says, You've gone pawn far. Okay. And there's a message for you in chat there, Ed. I'll give you a moment to
2: Move like butter. Sorry. Gotta work text, sorry.
1: Yeah, that's what I figured there. You got to be there by midnight?
2: No, I ain't doing it.
1: Good for you. Now, Tal says, I never really watched much Star Trek as someone who could remember anything except that I was little and wanted to marry Data. Fun fact. Yes, Data. Very popular amongst the women. One of the most popular episodes of the original series, especially amongst women, is the one called Spock's brain. And mm. basically, Spock, I don't know, had his brain removed and had a remote control unit put in. You remember that episode, Ed?
2: Yeah, they controlled thing. Yeah, I remember that somewhat.
1: It yeah, a big box with an antenna sticking out of it. Yeah. It probably made noises. Very 60s-like.
0: Mm-hmm. So Mm -hmm. I grew up with the original series. I remember laying on the shag carpet at my grandma's house and watching it on the big TV floor model. And (laughs) when they would walk up to the door and it would open and I'm like, Oh my God, that would be so great. I wish we had that. And then when they would flip up with a little device and they would talk to people, I'm like, would that ever be possible? Now we got automatic doors and cell phones. And so so far. I'm very
1: happy. And shuttles I could go to Saturn in twelve minutes. <laughs>
0: there we go.
1: Maria says I wanted to marry seven of nine. Me too. I still do. <gasps> she looks great, doesn't she? She does. In Picard. Yeah. I mean she's aged nicely and I don't know if she's had work done or not, but um it doesn't show. It doesn't look like she's had work done.
2: Yeah.
1: Okay, let's see. What else we got to wrap up this topic here? What are you hoping to see? Go ahead, Anna. I want
0: to see more Ferengis.
1: Yeah, well, (laughs) we're going to actually have to move forward instead of backward if we want to see Ferengi because Mm -hmm. they were first encountered in an encounter at Point Episode 1 of Season 1 of The Next Generation. Yep. It might have been Season 3. But yeah, they met this little, kind of rabid, fairy-faced bastards. But they were supposed to be, like, the new big bad guy for The Next Generation. Well, little bad guy. I don't know.
0: Well, they were in DS9, and I just, mm-hmm. I find them interesting. They were, like, my favorite part about that.
1: Did you look it up, Ed?
2: Yeah, because I thought I just saw Ferenki and Star Trek Enterprise. Maybe not. Or maybe they never actually encountered them or something. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not sure now. But I don't know. But they were
1: dangerous and unknown in Star Trek Next Generation first
2: I, season. I've noticed we've avoided Discovery.
1: I did mention I like season one and two. Okay. All right. And that one definitely moved forward, and maybe they're looking at sending a spinoff from that later, or having that be, but frankly, that era feels so sparse it feels like well like they made it you know half the fucking civilized galaxy was killed off and the other half was stranded on their own little planets and couldn't get intergalactic travel and so yeah it doesn't feel like there's a lot of stuff there and I haven't watched the rest of season three, and aren't they, or maybe it's season four that we haven't watched the rest of? I don't even remember. It just when they got to the I think future. It's four. I think you're right. When they got to the I future, it's like okay, so yeah, because I don't remember. I don't even remember what the season arcs are.
2: Yeah, same here. It it lost me very yeah. quickly. And oh, I, I, go ahead. The Ferengi are an Enterprise. Um, they yeah. stunned the crew and tried to steal the ship.
1: Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Okay, so there we go.
1: <laughs> but I've never seen an Enterprise, so I wouldn't remember. <laughs> but they also changed Ferengi a lot through Next Generation yes. and DS9, because when they first met their her, parents, <laughs> yeah, they, they were feral. They were like yeah. angry weasels with a head deformity um <laughs> and then they became like these shifty swindling traders and okay, okay, that's a little better it's a, so let's wrap this up let's uh raise a glass here to and and I'll do one toast and then I'll do a cogsley toast My uh, glass disappeared it does um. <laughs> For us, let's just say live long and prosper. Off oh, the long line. There we are. that's right. <clears throat> and uh let's see what Cogsley adds to the mix here with his wise words. Let me hit him with a stick here. There we go. He says, Everybody talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. From Charles uh, Ch- Charles Dudley Warner. Thank you, Truth. Cogsley. So yeah, helpful. Right. Okay, let's do the outro, and we will catch you guys on the next episode. Before we go, I want to remind everyone that you can email us at talkthetavernshow at gmail.com to let us know your thoughts on the show's topic, suggest another topic that you'd like to hear us discuss, or just have us read a message out on air to someone in your life. Thanks for supporting the show by downloading the podcast, sharing it on social media, grabbing some shirt stickers and mugs from bit.ly slash tavern merch, or barware patches and hats from bit.ly B-I-T slash tavern merch two. That's bit.ly slash tavern merch or tavern merch and the number two. Thanks to everyone who joined us is live at twitch.tv slash travis tavern talk and everyone who supports the tavern by subscribing hosting throwing bits raids and most of all commenting thanks for joining us in the discussion shenanigans tonight you are the one thing that makes the show what it is don't forget to join us at the tavern next week until then have fun keep learning and be good to one another now raise your glass in good cheer enjoy the small moments every day and steamy dreams every night